the Tartarian Empire, also known as Tartary or Tartaria, is a subject that has gained much attention in the recent years via social media, captivating the imaginations of alternative history enthusiasts. Proponents of the Tartanian Empire theory argue that this ancient civilization, which supposedly existed in Europe and Asia, was far more advanced than any other in history. According to these theories, the Tartanian Empire boasted extraordinary architectural feats, including grand buildings, palaces, and cathedrals. Its capital was believed to be located in what we know now as Russia. The proponents argue that the Tartanians possessed technological knowledge that surpassed even the most advanced civilizations of their time. But before we dive deeper into this story, it's essential to recognize that the Tartanian Empire concept lacks credible historical evidence. Mainstream historians and scholars widely regard it as pseudo-historical or a fringe theory. Critics argue that the Tartanian Empire theory is based on misinterpretation of historical maps, architectural styles, and cultural misunderstandings. It often relies on cherry-picking information and promoting conspiracy narratives. So how did the Tartanian Empire theory gain popularity, despite the lack of substantial evidence? One reason could be the allure of the lost advanced civilization. Humans have always been fascinated by the idea of past civilizations with superior knowledge and technology. It taps into a desire to uncover hidden secrets and challenge the conventional narratives of history. Additionally, the internet and social media platforms have played a significant role in spreading the Tartarian Empire theory. Online communities dedicated to alternative history and conspiracy theories provide a platform for like-minded individuals to share and discuss their ideas. This amplification of fringe theories can make them appear more credible to some leading to a growing following. However, it is important to approach such alternative historical theories with skepticism. Histories, as a field of study, relies on rigorous research, critical analysis, and scholarly consensus. The Tartanian Empire theory does not meet this criteria as it lacks verifiable evidence and has not been accepted by the academic community. While it is intriguing to entertain alternative historical narratives, it is crucial to distinguish between speculation and established historical facts. Without concrete evidence of the Tartanian Empire, it remains firmly in the realm of conspiracy theories. Now, on this episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast, Joey and I dive into the evidence, clips and videos from social media, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and some astounding photos that have been caught that are still not debunked as being faked. We will dive into all of it and try to determine if the Tartanian Empire is in fact, fact or fiction. This episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast begins now. Joey, it has been a while since I had you here and seeing your lovely face in person. Yes, sir. We are back in person. <laughs> yeah, the phone thing is good. It's a, you know, it's like a emergency happens or you know sickness or barbecues and whatever. It's you know I'm glad you're feeling better, but the phone thing is you know I like it to an extent. And uh, happy birthday once again. Thank you, thank you. I sir. really wish I was able to partake in the surprise party today. 
and shoot some golf balls. Yeah, it was nice. I was I was a little annoyed that I didn't know what it was going to be, but you know, it was, it was that's, fun. That's the whole thing with surprises. Like one day <laughs> when I say, "Joey, meet me." Don't wear anything nice. Don't put Jordans on. Don't put. And I say, meet me. Shit. Meet me at my house, and then we drive two hours to a haunted location, and you're stuck there. (laughs) That's a surprise. You might be annoyed. You might be scared, but it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Just tell me to bring a change of diapers at least. Listen, we we did it. We did it once, man. It was you. You know what? So just a quick before we get into the episode. Um, first off, I start vacation officially today, so I'm happier than a pig and shit. That's number one. Number two is Joey and I. Uh, last year, uh, the day before Father's Day, we went with uh, the Angry History Geek Mike to Van Cortland Park to investigate claims. There was it was an episode, uh, I think, during season three. And even though we came away empty-handed, as far we did, but we debunked something. But you have to admit, when you get into that, when we were walking through that open field to go into the trail, and then we got to the trail, that's a little creepy. It's creepy as hell. Creepy. You know, something about the forest that night. Walking through, and it was pitch black. Yeah, it was pitch black. You know what I'm saying? So, I like that. That's a. It's and that night was perfect. It wasn't hot. It was. See, that's, a, I feel like that's as far as I go, though. You know, like running through because I I run at night, so you know I get a little headlamp and I'll I'll run at night, no problem. But um, a haunted house, you know, th- th- there's there's levels to uh, <laughs> it, to fucking around and finding out. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I love that meme. <laughs> So we see here that Joey and Billy fucked around right around level one. And when they got into the haunted house, they fuck around and found out at level 10. Now, listen, dude, uh, I haven't done that in a long time. I'm, I'm, I'm working on something for the summer um, or maybe even going into the fall. Um, I reached out to an Instagram page. I have to see if they, because I have so much shit going on on my, on my podcast uh, page that um, I wrote to Sleepy Hollow. And it's going to be an episode. I haven't done an episode about Sleepy Hollow. And it's crazy because wherever you basically, wherever you are in the world, someone has heard about Sleepy Hollow. You know, there's been the movie from Johnny Depp made famous. Right. There's the legends. So I asked this page because I investigated somewhere near there, which I would like to go back. That's That could be something that is not too extreme. We could do that during the day. We could do that towards the end of the summer or when the fall hits. Um Sparta Cemetery for this this vagabond legend. Uh, his name is Leatherman. He's a vagabond. I have yet to find his actual gravesite. It's at the cemetery, and the cemetery is supposed to be haunted, right? Um, but Sleepy Hollow, being this really historical place that has ties with like Revolutionary War type things and things like that, it's got to have some place within it that's haunted. So I'm trying to this page that I follow on there. Ask them what area over there, and then just you know introduce the podcast to them. Let them listen and, you know, around Halloween time, it would be awesome for us to go check it out, do a podcast episode, and it would bring them some type of, you know, limelight as well from right. the podcast. And I thought it was good. So I'm waiting to hear back from them. I'm going to DM them and message them and see. But that would be cool for the fall. I've been to something there uh, many years ago with my friend Frank. It was a candlelight, like, historical walk at night. I remember wearing a hoodie and a long sleeve. and It was a little colder at night. And it was just beautiful up there. You had that full, crisp air smell. And it was like crazy what you saw there at nighttime. You know, just imagine being in the early 1800s, you know, walking around what could, what would have been at that time. Right. It's like you get that that vibe. Awesome time. But I got things planned out that it's not too extreme. Mm-hmm. I think the haunted house thing might be extreme for you. 
I've never been first 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 I've never been in a big haunted house. Like if we do this over haunted lighthouse, that haunted lighthouses that I can do. That I, I I would be down for that. It's not a lot it's, of it's up and it's back down. Yeah, <laughs> but the haunted house is up and down and then left and right and it's a little bigger, you know, square foot yeah, wise. But true. you know, doors close in houses, they get locked in places. Listen, oh. man, I want to have an experience. I've never did a real big investigation in a big haunted house, so I'm ready to throw money in and and just do it. Bradford from uh, Ghost Magnet Paranormal, he he motivated me to, to do at least one within the next year and that's what i'm going to do and try to bring in you know someone along the ride like either nick or deluna uh, bro i'm telling you right now that door closed because the romans were here and they pulled the door shut with the string they made in the gladiator weaponry area and that's what they did but we'll we'll, we'll get to that but we're going to get into today joe and you're going to lead the charge because this was one of your ideas. So for everyone to, to realize how we come up with ideas, Joey and I, we text each other, DM each other. We have these like videos we send each other and then we take it from there. And uh, a few weeks back, Joey says we should talk about the Tartarian Empire. And the Tartarian Empire is something that's been very big on TikTok. And just a sneak peek in the weeks to come, it's going to be an episode about categories from TikTok that have been very very trendy and we're going to cover three main categories and this actually is going to be in there briefly but we're covering it in full tonight because it's something that has been has been talked about nonstop for months now i've been seeing this right and i wasn't really going to cover it but when you said joey you know you sent it to me and like we should do this i'm like you know what joey's going to take the reins on this and he's going to lead the charge and it Involves ancient tech, ancient civilization. It's an esque esque. It's in your ball. It's in your ballpark. Mm-hmm. And um, and for what another thing that people didn't know is Joey was supposed to be, um, he was supposed to be my ancient alien guy. He was supposed to be my ancient civilization. He was supposed to be my Graham Hancock. No pun intended. <laughs> no pun intended. Fucking hell. And Joey and I gel so much, and our our ratings are going up. Which leads me to believe that people just did not like to hear me talk by myself. Which at a point I don't even like to hear me talk. I think talk people by like myself. conversations. They like the, they like to hear the differential of opinion. You know what I mean? So when Joey enjoyed the first couple times that we did, like Flight Nineteen, the Seraphim of Sakar, we just that's it. Joey and I are now we've been gelling. It, we're it's, gelling, it's, it's and been going. you know Joey's on the web page. If you guys check out the cover art on the on the podcast, listening, you see featuring Joey Ayala. So. This is a, a, a Batman and Robin leading you guys to decide who's Batman, who's Robin. <laughs> but this is now a Batman and Robin podcast, officially. So, Joey, take it away on the Tartarian Empire. Oh, Tartarian Empire. Yeah, they, love, they love this topic on TikTok, man. And I will say, you never say never, right? Um, yeah, I'm a Met fan. I always say that. <laughs> because the truth about history is it's stranger than we think um there's always new discoveries there's all we're always pushing back dates of this of when we were technologically advanced in terms of being able to um uh, for instance that new site that graham hancock talks about that they discovered in i think it's like turkey gobekli tempe uh ten thousand years old monolithic site predates every other monolithic site on the planet 
and yet there's the same type of stone stonework masonry and and sort of architecture that existed that shouldn't exist at a time period where mankind should just be like hunter gatherers throwing sticks fishing shit like that right uh but there it is staring us in the face so uh essentially making us rethink and rewrite history to a degree so enter the tartarian empire that's trending on tiktok now if a site like gobekli tempe exists we know it exists we know the age of it people are like, anything's possible let's let me entertain this and can people run with the story and create you know a fictional story about a land that existed uh that like I would say centuries ago, I wouldn't say thousands of years ago, 18, they, they want to say Tartaria reigned from anywhere um, from the 1500s all the way to the 1800s. Um, and it's interesting because it's like, how does, how does a civilization get wiped out completely? And there's no evidence of this civilization whatsoever besides some of its architectural quote unquote feats that still exist that you know the tiktokers are pointing pointing to right which and, we talked um we were talking about the pyramids i believe during the seraphim of sakar one of the episodes kind of recently my other friend joey was saying that egypt was raided and whatever they used to build the pyramids right they took with them whoever they were that came and ransacked in you know egypt right and one of the things I said, and when we were talking with Mike DeLuna, the history, angry history geek, I said, so basically what shadow, what you're saying now, I says, if they did that, whoever it was that came to Egypt and took the, the masterpiece of how they built those pyramids, somewhere in the world, we would have found it. Right. So it basically coincides to what you're saying here. How are we not finding anything except the building the architecture on how this quote-unquote tartarian empire built what they built mm. so i just wanted to say that because we did mention similar something to that but right. continue so a little back history on the tartarian empire um let's see where to start it was an allegedly a pre-mongolian empire that started in obviously everybody read your uh, your monologue listen, but just to reiterate or listen to the, the monologue um to reiterate uh pre-mongolian empire that started in asia and and spread throughout the northern hemisphere uh, and the they, capital conveniently was mother russia mother russia right they allegedly uh were advanced in technologies of free energy and architecture in the 1850s, uh, there was allegedly some type of worldwide mud flood that um, led to the further cover-up of this empire existing because they obviously couldn't erase an entire empire and its architecture from the map completely. It'd be impossible. Um, that so, mud flood that... So Jesus the, Christ, the mud bro. flood thing, I can't, you know, if I, people are... It's, I, a, it's a reach. It's a, it's a, it's a foul, big stretch. What's his... Let me get his exact... We mentioned... We've been mentioning him a lot. But th this is the excuses they're giving for why this Tartarian Empire is not really... Because it's hidden in plain sight, so to speak, right? Like the buildings that they're using in Russia, the buildings that they're using in, in parts of Asia, all these buildings were uh, pre... Like one... Pre-Tartarian Empire. One foul wow. This has to be... 
Remember I said I, I, I saw a couple of videos and I ended up liking him? Right. These are the videos that started making me be like, all right, I still enjoy your content, my dude. I love it. But you're starting to lose me in validity. <laughs> so one foul, wow. Not only spoke about the Tartarian, I'm going to play a clip of it. And I'm going to try to find the mud, the mud flow, the mud flood, mud flood, because this dude had some videos with this mud flood stuff. I was like, what the fuck is a mud flood? Like now I got to, now I got to Google. Now I got to go look. Now I got to go. And cause I'm looking at the videos and he's like, how could you deny that this is an evidence of a gigantic mud flood? And I'm like, what is, what are you talking about? And he's showing, why does this building have windows below the concrete? sidewalk i'm like because it's a basement and the basement kind of goes above the ground a little bit right, so there's right. a window there you know what i mean well no, you're wrong it. you're wrong mate yeah, right. it's from the mufflon i'm like get the fuck out of here bro come on bro but go ahead because he's showing finished windows I'm like, come on. like when they dug when they dug out the excavation of certain buildings there was like finished windows and little doorways down there yeah, I'm I'm like, like, i don't know bro I, the, the place i work at right they have where my locker room is, okay? I'm in the basement. It's an old building. It was built late 1800s. Right. Okay? And there's a window underground. So it's sub-level, if that's the correct term for this. The window, I'm down here, right? And obviously the listeners can't see what I'm doing. But my, I'm down here, and the window's right here. Does that mean there was a mud flood? No. No. But here's the thing. People, they built windows in full panes back then. So obviously when they make a building, they're going to, they're going to put a, a full window in, even if the window doesn't have like 100% access to the light because it's a basement window. You know what I mean? So part of the window is going to be covered, you know? Um, so that's a, that's an easy explanation right there to, to, to debunk the, the whole mud flood thing. And, and that would have been ash, like the, if a gigantic mud flood happened, Right, there'd be evidence of it worldwide, and not just with buildings. It would be like right. There'd be geological evidence, yeah. That, and there there'd be ge geologists all over it. Like, I hey, would, this is something that you we can't deny. You would have heard Graham Hancock say it, and I don't know if he did or didn't. No, no, he has. He never mentioned anything no, no. about. It. He's mentioned that a flood, which well, is one hundred percent thousands of years ago, the Younger Dryas theory impact makes the most plausible sense about what happened to our world then. But here's where things get interesting with the Tartarian Empire stuff. Um, and I understand why people want to bring to this this empire to light or this quote-unquote non-exist or supposedly existed empire like to light. Like in the monologue, people love the un discovered unknown civilization the right. lust for finding atlantis and el dorado Correct. and now the tartarian empire but also there there is validity that there are cover-ups throughout history cover-ups and in and, history and government right can you believe it i can't don't say that i don't want to <laughs> get canceled so for instance um a lot of people will point to all the covered up pyramids that are in china and Obviously, everyone knows their pyramids at this point, but the Chinese have covered them up in shrubbery and trees. But you could tell there, you know, there's rice farms, and then all of a sudden, this mountain out of nowhere, this four sided mountain, and it's like it's a perfect pyramid. Like, okay, these are pyramids scattered throughout China. 
cool makes sense why hide them because china is trying to hide the fact that it's very possible that the egyptian civilization was a lot larger than we than we than we thought and they don't want to relinquish any kind of lands to any kind of people it it behooved them to to keep that history a secret like but was hey, it really the not the egyptians it was something else or some beings else that put these pyramids everywhere and used Egypt as the sole focus of right. the entire world. I, I I like the Graham Hancock theory of the lost ancient civilization. I think the the dynastic Egyptians the they found the pyramids. They found that they, they inherited it. I should say. I shouldn't say they found it. I, I would say they inherited it. I think something happened to their civilization. They lost a good part of their heritage. They lost a good part of their technology. For instance, like on my YouTube channel, I was just talking shit with Andrew. We were running through the park. In and the I smoke. was like, in, in, in the smoke. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, Im imagine today. We live in a society today where we're, techno we're technologically advanced. But if the top scientists today dropped off the face of the planet, the, the ones that create TVs and cell phones and the and, and some pilots, and there are only a finite amount of those people left and we couldn't find them. And they were all slowly dying off for whatever reason, you know, a, a pandemic or, you know, some kind of massive earthquake that strikes all of North America. Or, or vaccines. Or vaccines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had me repeat it too. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. So... We, li we live in a society where the majority of people, 99% of people in the U.S., don't know how to make anything technological. I couldn't tell you where to start to building the circuitry of this computer right here. I just don't know. No, I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm not a electrician. I'm not a, you know, a computer engineer. Yeah. It's just very um, difficult stuff. It, I would it's yeah. super difficult. And, and even the it, and I couldn't even get my Nintendo game started. At and one it's point. all compartmentalized, right? Like there are individuals that work on certain parts of a computer and to make the whole thing work together, right? Um, I wouldn't say that there's one individual that works on that knows every ins and in in and out of all the circuitry, and no one's like that, right? It's super rare. So what I'm saying is, is if we had this issue in our society where these people slowly, the most intelligent people who create these things started to disappear, we wouldn't have, we'd have a bunch of planes on the ground that can't fly. We'd have a, a bunch of non-working technological devices, and it it would it would propel us back into the Stone Age to a degree. And I think that that happened with the Egyptian civilization. Now, why does that hold relevancy to the Tartarian Empire? Because people are trying to suggest that the Tartarian Empire was this very advanced um, technological civilization that had free energy. And if there were if there was free energy for them, we would question today why there isn't free energy for us and why we're living in a, in a in a state of payment for almost everything it seems. Uh, and, and we would start questioning the narrative of our history and start challenging things and rebelling, etc. I can't buy into all that. Uh, but what I will say is that there is some validity in the fact that China hides a lot of uh, ancient knowledge from the world. So does Egypt. You know, uh, the Osiris shaft, they covered it up. They don't want us to go down there. The shaft that's in the Sphinx, 
the in the Sphinx. They covered it up. They don't want us to go down there. Zahi Hawass has been down there. Oh, and, and then they come out with these like Netflix specials about finding pyramids that used to exist that no longer exist that he's on like did you see that new Netflix special? Zahi Hawash is on a new Netflix special and he's trying to discover a pyramid and he says that he's gonna find it this year. I didn't even finish watching it. But it just annoys me because it's like, all right, so you're going to discover a pyramid that used to exist. And they said a very interesting fact that the and, and people will glaze over it right at the very beginning of the show. He said that 90% of the Egyptian civilization is still covered in the sands of Egypt. 90%. So hidden message possibly? You think he of really... Of course it's you, a hidden you think message. He re, you think he wants... He wants to say something. He wants to say something. You think he's like? I think his his hands are tied by by bigger powers that be. Yeah. Like, let's not let people find out about the ancient past and how advanced it was ten thousand years ago, five thousand years ago. Dumbfounded by my one of my other friends. He told me, and if he listens to this statement, he might know who it is. But I can't be on board with what he said. Is maybe they don't let you down these tunnels. Or these hidden walls because it's, it's for sacred. Sacred. I bullshit. Come on. If you had the answer, people used to go down them and then they stopped, and it was it had nothing to do with religion. If had you had the answer behind the wall to life, to the pyramids, to what are the wonders of the world, Stonehenge, why it was there, you would absolutely go. And 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 figure out and try go to find the answer. Try to find the answer. Right. To this day, there is no, and we say this a lot, and it's a very popular subject. Something that has concrete evidence. Well, not concrete evidence, but is it's you know it's legit. You know what I mean? You know it's legit. And when you go on Google and you type in how would a pyramid is built, it doesn't give you like we said this last week. Actually, it doesn't give you. A hundred percent answer. It says a theory, and a theory is exactly what it the word means. It is a educated guess, like a hypothesis. Right. Educated guess from scientists, people with bigger IQs than you and I, supposedly, and that's what it is. It doesn't give you when you Google how it was made. And the reason it's a theory. The reason why is because they leave out a lot of like really confounding. Now the pieces of evidence that are that lead us to believe that these people had technology. You have an engineer, right? You go to any state and you handpick the best engineer in that state, right? And you ask them, how do you think the pyramids? And they're going to say, out of the 50 states, at least 25 of these engineers will say to you, and the other 25 will say it was pulleys and ramps, but at least 25 of them will say, hey, We'd have trouble doing this to this day. Right. And if on the other side of a wall or there's a Cyrus shaft or in the bottom of the Sphinx, there was the answer to how they pulled off these super intelligent engineerical feats, they would want to know. That's true. Hands down. So getting getting back into Tartaria and, and how this all relates there is that there's – an immense curiosity to not just what ha <clears throat> what happened in ancient Egypt, what's the mysteries there? It, it's obviously still there are obviously still mis mysteries in Egypt to be solved. Obviously, ninety percent he said it in the very beginning of that show. Ninety percent of 
that empire is still covered under the sands and they only have a very finite of time to work because the rest of the year they're pushed out by the winds because the winds are so strong it'll outdo the, any kind of work and excavation that they have uncovered so they have a very finite amount of time to work to uncover a site and to keep it that way before the sands start taking it back so and then obviously there's there's no working conditions there so the people have to retreat to from what from what he describes in the show um what i found interesting about tartaria and when it really caught my attention was when they started bringing up things about the united states um and that the tartarian empire spread to the americas and there was evidence and the evidence is lit it littered all over the Americas. And I'm like, well, wouldn't, and I had to start thinking, I was like, well, wouldn't the, uh, wouldn't the Native American tribes know something about that or have some kind of lore and say something about that? If indeed there was an empire before there was, you know, colonizers coming in from like Dutch and Spain and, and, you know, Spaniards, uh, the Spaniards, not just the Spaniards, the British, the, Spaniards, the British, the Spaniards. Yes. So Italians, wouldn't, Columbus, wouldn't yeah. there be some some lore of some technologically advanced people that that they had some kind of uh, treaty with? And I did, I did find something. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And it turns out that there is there is some lore here. Let me pull this up. Um, in 1909, there was a newspaper article shared by the what was the date again uh, 1909 was, the date was 1909 okay let me pull up the um the the newspaper was the arizona gazette ran a story about a strange discovery in the grand canyon and apparently the smithsonian let me get this right for everybody i think this i think i know the the guy he went and found some shit and went back to the Smithsonian and says, I need some some resources to go investigate. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So the Smithsonian sent out an archaeologist named G.E. Kincaid in to discover or to make archaeological archaeological discoveries in the West. And Kincaid discovered a stairway 2,000 feet above the riverside in the Grand Canyon. Right. He moved the, the bush and it, it took him. He saw the stairway. Yeah. And the reason why he moved the bush is apparently he saw he, what looked like a stairway. Above it was the, hidden. It was hidden. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, the whereabouts of this stairway, quote unquote stairway, no one really knows. Um, there oh, are. Someone knows. Someone knows. Someone knows. There are limit. There are areas of the grand canyon apparently I, I don't know i've never been to the grand canyon so i can't confirm or deny this i've been close i've been to nevada there apparently are restrictions on where you can and cannot go in the grand canyon um what, and, and, the, and the excuses uh you know the, the safety dead, of deadly being, venomous snakes rock fall right, floods not, not being able to get back and yeah etc um, but if you're taking the riverside all the way and you're doing like a kayaking, I, I don't see why that that would certain parts of the river would be, you know, off limits. I digress. I don't know if that's actually true, if there's actually like, but obviously there are places in the United States, like you get too close to area 51, you're going to fuck around and find out like you're not supposed to be there. Um, see, area 51 so it is possible that there are places that are off limits in the United States, especially maybe even in the Grand Canyon, because there's, there might be secret military installations there. Well, I, I I know with the Grand Canyon, I could tell you this. It is super dangerous. I mean, it, you you just think about 
what it is. It's it's you know you could fall, you could die. There's snakes. There's um, flash floods. There's people and, and, that endless possibilities. Endless possibility. However, people are trying to debunk this 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 story. I've I just literally I so, think I sent you this. this and, and here's and here's the thing. P I, I've I've seen but people the Smithsonian do did. They acknowledged. This. They acknowledged, and they funded this. So they so can't how, really so say. So how could it be a hoax? That is my question. And what they're saying is, is that the Arizona Gannett, uh, Arizona Gazette created this hoax on the basis that they knew that this archaeologist went out there and was said to have made this discovery of what looked like a some some say like a Buddhist slash Egyptian site that was in these caves in this cave system there were mummies there was gold um he found hieroglyphics just massive amounts of evidence that there were that there was an ancient egyptian civilization that presided within the grand canyon and that there were all these cave systems that housed probably tens of thousands of people that used to live there now someone said and I had to look up the validity of this as well, that there was lore about the Native American tribes, the uh, the indigenous tribes in the region um, have said for thousands of years that there was a story about a great civilization that was wiped out by uh, a great flood and they created a huge cavern system in the Americas. Um, and this is, this is a, apparently like Native American Indian lore is that they knew these people and these people were more advanced than they were um they said some something to the to to the degree of them um being star people etc uh, maybe referring to having technological advances of maybe even flying so is does any of this hold weight does it hold validity so i i did some digging and did some research and it turns out there are some stories like that and now stories are stories stories are handed down to generations could there be some manipulation now in talking about a story that was false and and just propagating it to make some money sure there's always that possibility but then there always is the possibility that people are acting in good faith and speaking about the truth and what they heard from their ancestors and, and telling us how it is. And there is some lore about an advanced civilization that used to live amongst the Native Americans and they per, they lived in the Grand Canyon and they knew not that that was their territory and the natives had their own territory, etc. But they exchanged information and they taught them agriculture. They taught them uh, so many things about the land and, and how to be one with it, etc. So that's, that's also a possibility there. Now, my rebuttal to that would be then, if that's, if that's the case, then shouldn't that technology have transcended? Shouldn't the Native Americans have been a little bit more technologically ready? for what was to come thousands of years later yeah but see when you when you when you go on social media let's take tiktok for instance because this is very big on tiktok the tartarian empire when you go on on there right and, and you go to like one foul wow and his page when they're showing these pictures one of the pictures that i posted on swab underscore podcast the instagram page the buildings look very 
like if you think like Russia, the city of Moscow, how Very, the, the, yeah, the tops yeah. are. They have these poles dome, with like, the ball up the ball on the on the pin of the of the top of the right. building they they use for the electricity and the free energy. When you think Tartarian Empire, you think of these buildings. There's these pictures that really haven't been debunked. They kind of it's from an older time period. Men on these bikes with these top hats is supposed to be older than what it is. And you see these black and white photos of guys with fedoras and these you do think like anywhere from the 20s to the 50s right right but they're saying these photos come from that that time period in tartaria or tartarian empire but when you see the buildings and the architecture that's coinciding with this theory of tartarian empire they're very extravagant buildings so if the americas had this tartarian architecture and these blueprints to to these buildings and the way of life, the Native Americans wouldn't be living in teepees and hunting unless they wanted to be one with off, the land, right? Uh, off, unless they wanted to be off grid and didn't want to be part of. But it. there would have been things found here, and all right, we right. have are buildings that we can date and have the, now, the names of who built them. Here's here's what I do think, and, and a lot of people point to the very famous. Uh, 191893 Chicago World's Fair. Now, if you Google pictures for your listeners, and the only way I could do this justice, I could explain it all I want. This looks like a, like a, like a modern, not a modern day. It, it looks like a, like a Roman Empire esque in its heyday. Did you it's just cool. say Roman it, Empire? Roman Empire. It, it does. It, it either looks like Greek, it like re, it's reminiscent of Greek and Roman architecture. It's a beautiful, beautiful world's fair exhibit and there hasn't been anything close of a world's fair exhibit to touching 1893 um what they built there in quote unquote a matter of three years apparently was phenomenal we're talking about they excavated i don't know tonnage tonnages of rock to create this uh to create this like fake lakeside with these bridges. Billy has the pictures. He's pulling them up now. I just want to take a these look. huge atriums. This is a picture I use for the post. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. So they'll so they'll see they'll see it when they see the post. Um, it looks like like there's a like a, a pantheon. There's a giant a giant gold statue like right on the water side of this place. And this is all just for a World's Fair. They were just they were supposed to apparently they built this in three years and they were going to knock it down in a very short period of time. Cool. I can get I can get behind that. I, I and what they say is they built it with with materials like paper mache and and like modern day like just think a bigger form of a rector set, right? Um, but they did make it out to look like this by, by old, the way old, our, old world architecture. Some of say. our our our, our uh, listeners, mm-hmm. when you say a rector set. They have no they fucking have no idea fucking what idea, that right? is. We're just showing our age right now. For your listeners, the younger listeners, Erector set is like this, these, and it goes back to the fifties. It was like right up there with Legos at our time. If you wanted to be an architecture, an architect growing up, your parents bought you a Erector set like or Lincoln it, logs, exactly. So you could figure out how to build things. Now, Erector set is like these little aluminum style, long, elongated. There's a bunch of holes punched in them, and you you could make like whatever kind of you know, structure you wanted out of them. So apparently on the inside, they were all these like steel beams, etc. And then on the outside, it's just paper mache. Now from the looks of it, 
I would say some of these, and now we do know that some of them weren't, some of these were like great architectural feats. And one of them still exists today. And it's not a paper mache building. So it led a lot of people to believe that that this was a that this was an old a much older site. A site that some would consider like an old Roman architecture or or evidence of the Roman Empire actually Don't being, they call this style Gothic? I don't know if this is Gothic. This the the sharp triangles here and the and the and the pillars this is this is more reminiscent of uh it from from what i know very little about architecture it it does look like roman architecture or greek architecture um so if you look up what buildings are still there from today um in 1893 in the world's fair there's a apparently there's a library that's still there and it's no paper mache library. Now, this structure is still there from the 1800s. Apparently, it was built in the 1800s. And then some come to this structure, this library that's there now, and it, it looks much older than that. Some people say that it's probably been there for hundreds of years. See, but because not, of the World's Fair, right? Right. And they were doing this for the World Fair. It's, it's, they could have built it. It's like it's likely they built a few structures, and then it's an elaborate structure. And, and they made years a later, few pe elaborate. People are like saying, "Well, look, this was there. You know, it had to be there, or was constructed. It was constructed by the Tartarians." This is what my monologue. I don't know if it, I don't. I see that's that's the thing that I can't get behind when they right, say, that's what hey, I'm, "This was the Tartarian Empire." What I will say is, I do believe that it is very possible that. Obviously, we know Rome conquered the world. They went everywhere. It, it is very they possible. Said Rome that, twice. One more time, like uh, Beetlejuice. Mike is if you say here. Rome or Roman three times, <laughs> Michael Juice will appear. It's like Beetlejuice. Yeah. I will say, I, before Christopher Columbus, it is a very real possibility that there was a faction of the Roman Empire that may have come to America at some point in time. We don't know. And did they settle and maybe, you know, bring their technological advancements and have a very small settlement that's in Chicago and build all this elaborate stuff. And then <laughs> when the Americans got here, it was kind of like abandoned to a degree, right? Nobody really lived there and they found it and they said, hey, let's repurpose this and, and create a world's fair. Nobody really knows about this site. It's, it's off grid, blah, blah, blah. And then they told the world, it, it seems like a very fantastical type of story. But what's what I find more fantastical is that they built all this shit in three fucking years. When you look at how the scale of how big this place is, I don't know if we could build something like this today in three years. Like there's buildings in Manhattan that are going for like that we're on four or five years now, and they're still not done. And I granted the architecture is considerably more. There's a lot more at stake. There's a lot more involved. But I don't. I can't say that because I'm not an architect. I look at something like this and I'm like, this looks 10 times harder than building the shit that we have today. That's like, it's the, it's, ar it's the, it's, it's the art that's within the architecture exactly. that makes it elaborate. And that makes it difficult to create, right? right? We don't see these. And then you see it some in some buildings in Manhattan. Some buildings in Manhattan are just these 
fantastical type of architectural structures with the out like just they don't make buildings like that because one it's not cost effective anymore it would cost fucking who knows how so much to, to I make have, something i have like something to, to add into this episode about older buildings and older buildings and what we're lacking now that it's something that's uh tied into the episode as far as architecture but I'll get into that in a right. little bit. Did you know, off subject, not really off subject, that there was a, a serial killer during the World's Fair at that time? Yes, I do. And that's, Dr. That's... Henry Howard Holmes, a man named Herman Mudgett, using the alias of Dr. Henry Howard Holmes, built a small hotel. He built the hotel in Inglewood Ingl neighborhood, a few miles west of the fairgrounds. And he lured young women who had came to Chicago to do work at the fair. And he killed them, 27 of them, and probably many more, which adds a little bit of a, you know, crime-esque feel and, uh, you know, cold-blooded murder to uh, what we're speaking right. of. And that, that, like, that story took over any other kind of, like, I would say, like, buzz from what was going on in the world's fair in terms of technology and what they were trying there's to a show. lot going on there there's a lot i mean it was a big distraction uh, apparently nikola tesla he lit up the whole world's fair and at nighttime and you could see the pictures that you could if you could your listeners could pull them up it, just type in uh, 1893 world's fair at night nikola tesla was given the contract to you know put up all these light bulbs and you know power them so the first time the, the first introduction to you know it, I, I think is what AC, uh, D, DC power. Is it DC power? I got to look that up. I don't know anything about fucking electricity. I got my IQ. My, I usually have a low IQ, but after the today's day at work, my IQ is uh, dwindling at a solid one <laughs> right now. I'm so, I'm so glad yes. you're leading so the charge D, in this episode, Joey. D, DC direct current power that, that would, you know, that was the, what does DC stand for? Direct current? Direct current. Yeah. Right, so Yay for me, uh, Edison was AC trying to push AC current, uh, and then Tesla was DC. Obviously, DC one. It's what we use today, and it's what we saw at the World's Fair. Um, there are people that suggest all those light bulbs were powered by a free energy system, but when you do some further investigation, it turns out that there were these ginormous generators that were imported to the World's Fair that. Tesla had created to power those light bulbs. At that time period, that's pretty. It's impressive. Impressive. And, and if you look up the generators, and not the Tartarian Empire, were, it was Nicholas. It was Tesla. Nikola Tesla. These these generators were were massive. But what people do suggest is that Nikola Tesla got a lot of his information from that empire that oh used to God. exist. And I'm like, ah, oh, stop. Just man. just think. You know what? Just you, just, just think. We're we're like the 43 minutes into the talking part of the episode, right? Minus the 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 intro and the 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 monologue. Just think in the history of the world, there's only been, in my knowledge, and Mike, Mike's not here to, to piggyback or give his act, because he's very actually historical uh, inclined to things. There's only been two, two groups of people that nearly conquered damn near a good chunk of the world. Can you name them? Um, one, I... Don't even want it. it's like a, like a Voldemort type name that you don't want to say anymore. But yes, Hitler, Hitler with the Germans. That's one. right. And then um, Leopold, is it Le is it Leopold? 
Mongolians. The, the Mongolians? The uh, Mongolians. They, they, they killed the fucking... They wiped through people, dude, and they did it in, in grotesque manner. And those two that I can name off the top of my head that nearly did, you know, did the world in. Now, they conquered by force. You really, now, the Tartarians to spread architecture throughout the entire world is so far-fetched because I'm assuming at that time, Pangea wasn't a thing. Pangea was very, very like the world just started type. So for them to travel and spread through the entire world, because that's what the Tartarian Empire is essentially saying, is that their architecture and their knowledge is throughout the entire world. It's impossible. 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 Yeah. So without further ado, our consensus is that the Tartarian Empire is just this very fantastical story that they're trying to create and they're they're creating a false history around it and people are coming up with like if you watch some of these shorts on oh, can i play one because i was saving play it play it I because was pl- they, this guy right here i love him and so, he's not even the only one there's people who notice. are or quote unquote actual like claiming to be historians and they they like break shit down like give a whole full account of like well, fake that's why the monologue was spot on because i basically say they're using history that's actually there and piggybacking it, turning the actual historical pictures and and stuff into this, you know, radical theory and conspiracy of the Tartarian Empire. Right. And it's what people do. It's what we still see that happening today. But I'm going to play one foul wow. I love you, man. I know you're not listening. There's like an astronomical uh, chance that this guy listens to this podcast. He might listen to this one. But if I make make a reel and he listens... You know, hey, cool, but I love his content. It's good stuff. You know, it grabs your attention. And that is the purpose of social media, right? Is to grab people's attention. It's just clicks, man. It's all about money. But this is one of his videos that I saw that I was like, I don't know, man. But here we go. I mean. You want to understand more about Tartaria? That's good. That's real good. All right, listen to this. So, the Tartarian Empire was an advanced civilization which once ruled in what we know today as Russia, but also spread out to the Americas. But when the empire was destroyed, they was removed from history and wiped off the map. This is the official Tartarian flag. They are the ones that built buildings like this, and like this, and yes, buildings like this. And they were the ones that built the so-called Tesla Tower long before Nikola Tesla. They are known for building buildings with antiquity, which is a natural atmospheric energy conductor, which produces free energy. And a lot of people ask, why would they remove this from history? Well, if you knew that in the past, we had free energy, electricity, and advanced technology, it would make you question everything we've been told about his story. Oh my days. Now, I can agree with him to an extent that you know where he grabs people his his accent it is because <laughs> is that one the accent but two in that statement he said free energy and people are like well yeah because tesla tesla was promoting free energy he wanted to channel energy through the airwaves etc like he he thought that dc direct current wasn't the future that wired that wired electricity wasn't the future that electricity is wireless it's static it's everywhere and that it can be pulled from anywhere and was he right yes years later we know now like there's we have wireless chargers for our phones and now there's 
uh, apparently Apple's coming out with a charger that you could just plug into the wall. And if your phone is, if we're in the room near this charger, it's going to be charging your phone. Sounds like cancer waiting to happen. It, it does, right? <laughs> it's just it's one more way to get cancer in the world. All right. <laughs> but uh, so when when people hear about like these quote unquote new slash old technological advance advancements coming to through to fruition, we're like, well, why isn't energy free? Why, why are we paying for it? You know? Well, uh, at Edison is the reason why we're paying for it. You know, let's let's be real. Here in in New York City, we have Con Edison, and it's all it's all a money grab, bro. You know, you know that it's, it's a all money, a money it's grab. A money. It's all a money grab. We're working to pay taxes and and pay uh, everything we we should have is 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 paid for triple. You know what I mean? I, I, it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling. So Connecticut. so much so that we're giving away money to countries that we don't even have. Yeah. Get me started, man. <laughs> but just north of New York, we have the lovely state of Connecticut. Do you know in Connecticut, when you buy your car and you got to pay taxes on your car that you bought already? It's wild. See, like, so like, I can understand what he's saying. Like, people, you know, like he doesn't. We we don't want people. It's like the it's like the 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 car that's powered by water. And that two people already supposedly had this idea and were, shot themselves sure. in the head three times or or got poisoned. You know what I mean? Right. That I believe. Yeah. I believe that. I, 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 I'd have to I believe re- that more than I, got I a deep Tartaria. I got a deep dive into that story to see how factual it is because, you know, fact checkers will be like, no, it's fake. I Meanwhile, the guy's really dead for... Recently, I saw a video on TikTok of a guy making a truck into a hydro-powered... Truck. Yes, that's that's legit. I didn't see it run. He just showed a whole bunch of pipes and shit and was like, yeah, this is the hose that connects to here and does this. And I'm He's like, not the only one who has videos, though, on it. Yeah, but if anything happens to them, I mean, they'll probably say it's illegal, right, right. you know, because you're using water and you're not using gas or you're not using this phenomenal idea that they came it's up with. apparently with hy- electricity. Hy- hydrogen on demand, right? So he's pulling hydrogen from the water to clear right. his engine. And- Moral of the story, yeah. Joey, is that I get what he's saying behind... They don't want you to know about this free, this free energy, and I get it because then it just it 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 sews the pockets shut to the government and the world to make more money. Mm-hmm. I get that part, but some of this architecture, like if you look at, uh, you know, the architecture in England and in, in London, right? Big Ben, that whole building, and and how Big Ben was made, and and everything like that. That's that can't be just one empire that spread. You know, you look at the architecture in Japan. No. with the with the the shrines they have there the architecture in china the architecture in ireland my the, my whole thing is like right, so who was the fucking president of this tartaria who who was the ruler of this vladimir putin is the russian vampire he there's was the president be, there's got to be some kind of documentation somewhere that somebody finds not everything can be destroyed and erased and burned there would always be some sort of evidence suggesting and or a real actual physical evidence that's old that people that historians can look and say well it's undeniable here it is the only thing i can say against that is that if something was too good for people to have and the government doesn't like they will do everything in their power to hide it to destroy the evidence I was watching an episode of expedition unknown with josh but can you destroy all the evidence A, a a cataclysm came and wiped out 
the world and there was still evidence. five thousand maybe more like ten thousand years ago right. was younger dryas right like and there was still evidence the pyramids are still there the sphinx is still there the sphinx is like fifteen thousand years old gobekli tempe fifteen thousand years old maybe twenty thousand years old and there's more sites to be uncovered they just they can't tap into them as well there's, a, there's a, to. a story of this um this not a time machine but a, a remote viewer that supposedly was found now i don't Again, the validity of this story, it's a story. It's on Google. There was the Vatican found this remote viewer and the people that found it were able to look back in time to the crucifixion of Jesus, which led the Vatican to say, this is too powerful of a thing. We need to hide this. And apparently there's this story that this remote viewer that can look back in time, not go back in time, but look back in time. How the fuck that's possible is like, to my little brain, impossible, but... They hid it. Now, the way they can hide this, and granted, this is a story. I'm not saying, believe me what I'm saying about this. It is a story. A very stupendous story. But just, nonetheless, a story. If the Vatican did, in fact, have this remote viewer and put it in the in the deep grounds of the, you know, the Vatican with other probably historical, the, the Ark of the Covenant, maybe, and other historical things, and altar boys, oops, did I say that? And other things that are below the Vatican. You don't know. You will never know. Mm-hmm. It's very easy. And the Vatican is very powerful. You know what I mean? So you don't know. I'm going to take a momentary pause. And we're back from our little break. And I'll tell you what, Joey. The um, saw this, and this corresponds with the episode, right? So the Tartarian Empire, it's, it's very hard. There's not... People can take historical facts and pictures and so on and so forth and use it to a theory. Just like well, so, everyone knows. I don't even think I said it. Um, it, it was a uh, Tartary was a term used, and the reason why this somewhat has validity and why it's circulating because that's people people like, another oh, name for the Tartarian Empire yeah. is Tartary. <clears throat> the the reason why uh, people it, it was a term that Europeans uh, once referred to as the lands of Central Asia and Russia. So it was a term that people used and they stopped using it in the 18th century. But just because it was a term that people used to describe those areas doesn't mean that it was a fucking empire, you know? So this is what people do. They take historics and turn them and manipulate them into a conspiracy. Now, I'm on board. Oh, it's a conspiracy. They stopped using that word. So they must have wiped out this. I'm on Tortory Empire. I'm on board with a lot of conspiracies, but I look into them before I believe them. Right. And there's a lot of conspiracies within the last three years that came to, to light to be true, and I believe them, and there's a lot of them that I don't get behind. You know, like I saw one the other day that Amy showed me, and she was like, look at this. Is uh, Steph Curry an artificial robot, or does he have artificial intelligence in him? And the guy was playing a clip where his arm did... Which is a clear... Yeah, there's like, it looks like a little stitch. It's a muscle spasm. It's a spasm. It's a spasm, and they caught it on camera. Or the camera, the frames per second didn't add up, and it glitched a part of his arm. Now, then he, then he, he panned over to a clip of him hitting like 10 fucking full court shots, and he was hooking the ball. Now, that's crazy. But the reason it's crazy is because that's super... The superhuman. Superhuman. But he but also has the craziest muscle memory. That's exactly what I told time. Amy. I was like, Amy, I know you don't follow sports, and I don't necessarily follow basketball. I'm not really big into basketball, but I'll tell you this. That man hits shots 
from up, up crazy distances all the time. His whole career, he's hit threes from full court, half court, you name it, he's hit these shots. Right. His muscle memory is so crazy that he can do that and, and in I will, his sleep. I will attest to that. I've played baseball on the highest levels. You get muscle memory. short stint in professional baseball and not minor. Anyway, um, I'm not going to get into that. But I will say is that when he, the the better I got and the and the levels that I started reaching higher and higher, you're able to throw strikes. Like I was a pitcher. You're able to throw strikes almost consistently in the same spot all the time the more you do something. And it's just your muscle memory. Your, your mechanics, you know exactly what to do. Bowling. To really get that ball exactly yep. where you need it to be every time. Bowling. And will you miss sometimes? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to miss your spots. Bowling is muscle memory. The way you throw the ball, it comes off your fingertips to curve into the to the, to the pocket of the pins. When you are fielding a ground ball, it's muscle memory. Your footwork to the, your glove going down in the gator formation to have your other hand closed. Get up, take a couple of steps, and throw a ball. Basketball, when you're shooting the ball, it's, it's a muscle memory thing. But moral of the story is I told Amy right away. I said, that's muscle memory. And him hitting 10 shots in a row from that distance is absolutely insane. Is it possible? Absolutely. Is it hard to do? Absolutely. Is it artificial artificial intelligence within this man's arm or he's a robot? No. Absolutely fucking not. Do you know where this theory came from? The girl on the plane fucking spazzing out Say, yeah. saying that she saw something in the back of the plane. That she was Because this guy was trying to say that what is the what if the government is putting artificial robots onto planes to test it out to, to see if people realize they're, they're robots and she saw it. Well, no. What ended up happening with that lady, and I am no, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, is she definitely was drinking and possibly took something in the midst of drinking to calm her down even more, like a Xanax. And when you drink and take something that's an antidepressant or something meant to calm you down, mm. you are going to see shit or trip balls. It's 100% is a mix of some kind of medication with, right. with alcohol. I will share an experience that I had and then get back on track. Because she wasn't fall down drunk, but she was loopy. You could yeah, hear you know, it in you her could, voice. You could, like, dude, you could see her eyes. Like, when she, was, she was talking perfect, but her, like, her, you could just see her face. Now, and then after this quick story, I will get back on track with what I wanted to continue with based on the Tartarian Empire architect. And kind of siding with some of the people in this theory, kind of. But um, many years ago, and this is many years ago, we've all smoked pot. So there's no fucking sugarcoating it. We've all smoked. And if you say you haven't smoked pot, now that it's legal, you're absolutely bullshitting me. Okay? Stop. <laughs> Stop. So I... Was at this 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 girl's house. She was a friend, and one of my boys called me up and wanted to come through. I was like, "Yeah, come through." He's like, "I'm gonna bring some stuff." I'm like, "All right, bring it over. Come on over with it." Sat down. She cooked this really good rice and beans and 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 um, this this fish with it, and they started smoking. And this particular kid, you know, this kid. Mm-hmm. I won't say his last name, but Ian. Remember Ian? Yes. Yeah. So no one knows his whole name. So I could say Ian. He came through. Ian's vegan now, by the way. And um, he came through and we smoked. And I took, you know, a cigar hit like and blew it out. He's like, nah, man, you don't do it like that. You got to do it like this. And you hold it in. Big mistake. 
<laughs> Big mistake. Because within five minutes, I was fucking seeing things. This girl had a studio. And she had these mirrors, these like little circle mirrors on her wall. And I saw myself sticking my tongue out at myself, like going like this. And I couldn't stop from doing it. And I was like, I was like, I was like, this had to be laced with something. And I couldn't stop myself. But whether I was doing it or not, I kept seeing myself in the reflection of the mirror doing that. It got to a point where I ended up yakking in her kitchen sink because I couldn't make it around the corner to the bathroom. And um, after that, I was like, drink, drink some water. And I laid down. And then the high was still there where I, I really thought I had an outer body experience. Like, I was like, I'm dying. I saw myself laying on the couch. Oof. Yeah. So, if this lady did something, it's quite possible she saw something in, in the back. I had a dream like that once. Oh, this was real I don't life know me. if it was like a this was body I, I, rem- I remember like, seeing myself. A very on. vivid flying dream. <clears throat> and I feel like I was I saw myself now that sleeping. I, whether, if this was a dream, it was a crazy dream. But I saw myself on the couch for like two seconds. I was like, oh, I'm dead. This was laced. That's crazy. And, and I saw myself laying on, on, on the couch. And this was all because I spoke pot. Saw myself laying down. I woke up in the middle of the night. It had to be like three, four o'clock. And um, she was knocked out. Her living room was combined with her bedroom. So her bed was like off over there. I got up, I made sure the doors were locked, I left, I drove home, and the next morning when I woke up, I was like, her name was Liz, I'm like, Liz, I am so sorry, because I've never gotten high like that, I probably never smoked the right way, uh, I'm sorry for throwing up, I remember that, in your sink, I could, she's like, okay, pa, it's okay, pa, she was like, really Latina, I was like, pa, she's like, pa, it's okay, you had a good time, I'm, I, you got sick, nothing, don't worry about it. I cleaned it up and I like it was a full thing of throw up through that sink. Shit. I was like, <laughs> it was terrible. Moral story is, I was so high that I saw shit that definitely wasn't happening. You know what I mean? Right. So this lady was probably on pills. She probably drank on those pills and saw something that wasn't there. Was it artificial intelligence on the airplane? Absolutely not. Did she see a ghost or an angel or a demon or a reaper or some shit from? You know, uh, Final Destination, absolutely not. That video on social media, which is great that we're touching it in this episode, is fucking stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. Stop making things into... I feel like it's relevant because that's what people do on social media. Yeah, but you're taking away from real stuff. You're taking away from like the UFO stuff that once again went silent. And here's the thing. This, the exaggeration of Tartaria or Tartary, whatever the hell you want to call it, this empire, this this non-existent empire, takes away from actual, real vast, historical places. Yeah, real historical places that are being suppressed in history. Yes. Right, like the pyramids in China. Um, the fact that there's a connection between the pyramids in Teotihuacan and the pyramids in Egypt and in Giza, the same base diameter is, is the pyramid of the sun as the same pyramid. That's that's not a coincidence. Like these are cultures that had um, inter like entanglements, if you will, like like Jada Pinkett Smith (laughs) would say, (laughs) well, these are, these are cultures that, um, that had contact. And so for me, something like the story about the Smithsonian covering up, 
um, a possible ancient civilization in the, in the Grand, Grand Canyon. Canyon. For me, that makes more sense than a Tartarian empire. The reason why that makes more sense to me is because, oh, there's pyramids in Mexico. There's a there's a pyramid in Mexico called the Pyramid of the Sun that has the exact base diameter of the pyramid of the Great Pyramid of Giza. These are these are replicas. These are mirrors of one another. These these structures. Now, granted, the Pyramid of the Sun isn't as fantastical as the Pyramid of Giza, but 100%, it is it is in and of itself a wonder of the world. There's no doubt about it. If you take a look. Google pictures of the pyramid of the sun. This thing is massive, right? But it's it's not coincidence. There's too many likenesses um, in terms of cultures that build pyramids for these cultures not to have contact from one another. And I think that the Tartaria story takes away the validity of when when people make claims about, oh, you know, Egypt made their way through the Americas. There's no doubt about it. I think they did. Um, and then what people want to run with, well, if Egypt did that, then Tartaria must be real too. Like, no, please shut the fuck up and let people actually talk about real historical things that took place and make these connections so that we are, actually could learn about that. That are past. blatantly being hidden by archaeologists and right, scientists right. and combating other archaeologists and scientists who have an IQ and have the same degree like the likes of Graham Hancock and others, individuals that are trying to shed light and make things make it sense. It makes them look bad. It yes. makes them look like these Tartarian. And I think that it, it, like this Tartarian thing, it might actually be this like, uh, what do you call it? this? This covert operation to actually make a, a, and and discredit people like Graham or a distraction, or like a distraction. You know, like oh, you you believe in Graham Hancock? What do you what do you believe in Tartaria too? You know, what do you like, believe the Earth is flat? Exactly. Yeah. Well, like I said, the, the subject of this is, is it's got points. It's got some like the World Fair thing and how, how, them, how they you know, articulated that brings eyebrows to a raise and things you know, to that nature, undoubtedly. But I actually saw something that intrigued me and I wanted to bring it up in this. In this uh, I, I wish I saved the clip. I don't know where I saw it. I don't know if it was Instagram or TikTok. But it says that modern culture, modern architecture, and how the government, states, and cities are operating today, that architecture, whether it was Tartarians or just people that knew their shit on how to build, whatever, it was gorgeous, right? You go to these older style cities, and even in parts of Manhattan, you see St. Patrick's Cathedral. And some of these buildings that still have like gargoyles on the corner of the building and just it just amazing architecture. Mm -hmm. You don't see it no more. But when you do look at that architecture, you're like, wow, you get taken back. You look at it, you take pictures, you see how beautiful it is. And you realize how difficult it was probably to build right. at that time. Right. But taking the difficulty factor out, the architecture is it's just amazing, right? It makes you mm -hmm. sit there and stare at it. And you go through older towns and older buildings, like Parkchester, for instance, near us, right? Those buildings have nice architecture. There's saints on the corners. Right. There's other things drawn in there. If you go through Parkchester, I used to take walks through Park. I used to go to school in Parkchester. Park oh, look at that. So you can see the buildings, and even the buildings there are very, you know, like, wow. Like, you know, like you see the, 
I used to go to Roy Rogers over there. There's no Roy Rogers over there no more. No, no. But I, we used to walk there and go to the Macy's there. My parents, back in the day, we walked on a Saturday because my mom loved the shop. And that was, it was a nice little mall right. area. There was a lot of, a lot of nice And the buildings shops. were just really nice. They're taking that away. And in this video that I watched, and I wish I saved it. I looked for it all day today. Uh, while points where I was able to look for it today, especially in the morning. And the video is basically saying, you go, you go into the city or parts of other states or whatever, you just see... You ever been to the Jersey Shore? This is the best, best analogy yes. I can give you. There comes a part of the 95 where all you see is just factories and smoke being blown, right? Or if you're going across that bridge that takes you from the Bronx to Pelham, where the IHOP is on the other side and you make that left near Levels Gym. Mm-hmm. People on the obviously listen don't know what we're talking about, but I'm trying to give Joey an example. It's just industrial. They're taking away the architecture that makes you look and, and see the beauty and give this positive, you know, energy. And they're just making just shit. Which there's brings no, down there's no inspiration. It's right. very like it's it's brings, very plain. it not only it's brings your inspiration commercial. down and, and just gets makes you blah like when you're driving to through Jersey to go down to the shore and you're seeing all the industrial shit. It just takes your, your mindset and your, your mood, your vibe check is just depleted. And they're just making the same buildings and things like that. Now, for instance, I'm going away this week and that's why there's a vacation week off from no episode next week. Um, because of Sandy and the insane flooding that happened in Long Beach Island, New Jersey, which you mean a mud flood? Um, yeah, mud flood. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they took these nice, cute beach bungalow houses, which was nice. You know, these houses, they look like they belong on the beach. Right. And they're making these monstrosities on the beach, near the beach, blocks away from the beach. Modern beach houses? Not modern. They look like houses, bro. They look like legit fucking houses that you would see in Beverly Hills. Oh. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, the house that we used to stay at, the lady sold the property and sold the house. And they built this monstrosity that doesn't look anything like the cute little beach house. Right. So moral of the story is they're changing the architecture and it's looking modern. Now, whether you believe modern is modern and has no effect on you, but when I saw this video, it does bring to light that the stuff they're building now is just not as captivating as older architecture. It just brings the mood down. Whether the Tartarians built these elaborate stuff whatever i don't believe that neither does joe but (laughs) the architecture then yeah if someone can point to a building and tell me and and tell me a construction date or just just point out a building and say hey this doesn't have any construction date it doesn't have any kind of history it just appeared here i'll be a believer but until then you know the tartarian empire doesn't exist right but to get to the 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 conspiratorial more the a second conspiratorial thing that I'm bringing up is I do believe that the the architecture from the quote unquote totalitarian empire or the older architecture was beautiful and it, it really makes you look at it mm-hmm. and when you go to certain parts of Manhattan you look at the older buildings like even the Chrysler building Empire State Building whatever the way the shape is at the top and there are 100 percent levels of mathematics that were far more complicated not saying the architects can't figure it out now but i think there's this like 
new way and new style of architecture where it's just minimalism where it's like keep it simple stupid type of keep thing, it you simple know? but it's not the same it's not the same it, it doesn't give like, the, let's not go to extreme lengths to figure out all this crazy math to create these you know it doesn't pass the vibe check to make you feel good but if you look at older buildings like if you go sit and stand at saint patrick cathedral and look people at people created art back then you know they created art and, yeah. and not not to say that buildings aren't art now it's just a new form it just doesn't uh it's not it's it, like you said it's not inspiring it's not all inspiring not at all i mean f from the sheer magnitude and size of some of the buildings that come up today sure yeah it's impressive they're high but they're boring they're they're plain there's there's no it's a plain jane up and down you know like for instance um the freedom tower i love it and and the twin towers i love it's very iconic structures but they're plain structures. They were very yeah, the twin tower. The God, God, and when I'm saying anything negative, the twin towers was a very bland. It was a very bland construction. Bland it, it it doesn't, um, by comparison to the Chrysler Building, uh, like tenfold. The Chrysler Building is a far more Superior majestic type of architecture building, right. than the twin towers. When yeah. I uh, when I was um the, when the remember when the Pope came to town, I wasn't obviously it was not France. It was. Uh, the one that we have now, right? Um, actually, no, it might have been the the one before Pope Francis. I don't know what Pope. I don't remember it, but I do. I currently still do auxiliary for the NYPD, and um, they had this this detail that's called to go down to Manhattan when the Pope was there. And um, the one thing I remember is this is before cops were hated by everyone. Now, I make this very clear. I'm not a cop. I'm an auxiliary. It's uh, the eyes and ears for the police. We help them. We have we wear their uniform, so on and so forth. The one thing I remember is driving down there and parking our car, and we had to go to the post to be dispatched to where we were going to stay. And we had to walk past the block down street, which was in front of St. Patrick's Cathedral, where he was holding mass. Mm -hmm. And three or four city blocks that saw us walking, because we were the only ones walking on the street, which was pretty surreal, applauded us as we walked. Like we had a full-on full clap from everyone there, which was amazing. It was an amazing feeling. Even though we were just auxiliaries, people don't know right. we're auxiliaries. We had the same police uniform on, so on and so forth. So that was a surreal feeling of like going through the streets that were blocked off and people applauding us. It was like that scene from Ghostbusters where... They were like, you know, they, they were outside. They came out of the crack when the, the, the street the street caved. Everyone was going, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. But it was, that, right. it was that feeling, right? But I remember being out there for a little bit and just looking up at the cathedral. And I've only seen St. Patrick's on, on one hand I can count how many times I've seen it. And that was the so last. I see it every day. That was the, well, that was the last time I, I was down there to see it in person. And I looked up at it and I was like, wow, this is a beautiful beautiful building right you know and if you put saint patrick's cathedral side by side with a more modern building i'm not a i'm not going to judge for people but i'm saying that the person the building that would be selected as the most beautiful would be saint patrick's right they're not building things like that no more you go past by saint raymond's church right over there on tremont and you look at it, and you could tell it's old. It's a cemetery right out front. Mm -hmm. Brothers and fathers that were buried there, and even nuns. It's a beautiful building. Even the, bu the building on University 
and Fordham. Right. When you go all the way down, when you're almost going towards Dykeman. How about the armory in, in River, Kingsbridge? Uh, in, in, in Kingsbridge, yeah. Kingsbridge. That it's like. Sick. Sick buildings. You're not seeing that no more. And I don't know if they're doing it on purpose or people are becoming more modern where they don't notice it. But I, that, think, it, I think it's just easier and, and the, the construction materials that they find or it's easier to build structures yeah. the way that they're building them now. So it's like why. But it's bland. Why, why, spend, the, why spend extra money and extra time in, in plans and, you know, when we don't have to, when we can make a, a much more simple structure that's probably maybe even sturdier. Yeah. It's funny because uh, uh, where I work, I was could see from in the distance this building that went up really fast. It was fairly, really quick. And um, my, my, my boss, my foreman, he's really my foreman. Um, I said, hey, you know, that building went up fast. Now this guy. We're going to start seeing some weird architecture in the next, I mean, I would say in the next 50 to 60 years. And we'll live to see some of the end tail of some crazy looking buildings because AI is 100% going to play a hand in dis- in the design. That's going to be one of, of the episodes. Of, of when, we, when I come back from vacation, we're going to do an episode about AI. My boss was basically breaking it down to me. And a big shout out to my boss, Nick. Um, this guy knows. This dude is Bob Vila, Tim the Toolman Taylor, and everybody that you can think of that knows this shit about handiwork. And he basically broke it down to me how he says that layouts are already made right they have this layout they put the layout down and everything is just pre-built and they just place it and all you got to do is just nuts and bolts and a couple of things and hammers and the building goes up and that's why it goes up so fast now if you have the layout pre-built and everything is just putting there's really no art 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 to the architecture right you know of of the buildings these buildings note the the church of notre dame that's that's why the 18 18- 1893 World's Fair raises a red flag because the pictures are astonishing. Yeah, and those are real pictures. Real there. And I used it in the Tartarian picture on Instagram just because people think that the World's I, Fair. I would 1000% get behind that maybe it's a very real possibility that this was some kind of Greek slash Roman architecture that, that was once here, that existed in that very small area of Chicago. It was abandoned. And they found it, repurposed it, and or maybe re, re, like they added to it is what I would. Or say. maybe there was an architect from overseas that came here and and knew, helped and helped construct out, it. Construct right. it. There's no doubt in my mind that there's these intellectual people in every generation, in every decade, in every century that know things that are above and beyond what the average person knows, like Nicholas Tesla with electricity, right? Albert Einstein, um, and other people to that extent. You know. Um, Roosevelt, um, I mean, if you look people at, that have knowledge, there's few and far between. And one hundred percent, a lot of the knowledge gets lost too because they, they, there's aqueducts in Rome that still work till this day. Like yeah, there's still roads in Rome that are better than ninety five. Like, how the fuck do they still work? One, yeah. how do they work? And then two, they don't. They, there's a lot of secrets to they don't know how exactly right. they constructed. Well, Mike does. <laughs> You know, I know how it was built, but I'd rather not say. <laughs> Listen, but, there I've seen some like actual documentaries on it, like really good ones where there's the 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 water system in Rome was far more advanced than they give credit for, and they still till this day they have an idea of how they did. Like we could do it today. There's no doubt in my mind that we, not to say that we can't do it, but there'd be some difficulty. 
like right and and they did this without computers they did this without you know layouts and of, are you of course trying to say that the aliens were involved? not the aliens with Rome, but Rome. what i'm saying is is that there's a, a there was a, an a, a very real um de-evolution of architecture and and technology yes. that was lost along the way and we're seeing de-evolution de the de-evolution of, de of architecture to this day, which was why the, I made the point that I made. Um, there's a meme. I know you've seen it. it it's um, and we're New Yorkers, so we've seen this. It was it was made for New Yorkers. This meme. It, it was uh, how are there roads and cobblestone roads over overseas in in London and the aqueducts and and roads that the Romans built that are still good to this day. Right. Perfect. No puddles. No potholes. But the 95 looks the way it does. It does. You know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll give you a for instance in regards to cars. Imagine uh, 200 years from now, me and you won't be here. Every car on the road might be electric, hydrogen powered, alternate source. That's what right? they want. Now, now there's a car that exists in a garage somewhere, and somebody finds it, and it's a it's a combustion engine, and it doesn't work. Who the fuck is going to know how to put that thing back together? No one. You have 200 years that have gone by. If there's no blueprints or any kind of evidence of this thing being constructed, you're not going to know how to fix this thing. Nope. You're not going to know how to repurpose it so that it can work with, you know, I tell you what I can't fossil wait. fuels. I tell you what I can't wait and, to see. And people, it's going to be a mystery. There, there'll be, an, in a sense, quote unquote, a de-evolution right. of, of, the, of the history of the automobile. I can't wait to see. Same thing happens with architecture. Did you see the article that came out that um, Greta Thunberg, um, there was something recently that she predicted or something or she was dead wrong on? I know. At least I, we're supposed to be dead right now or something like yeah, that. Yeah. We were supposed to be dead. Like, oh, okay. That's, that's one thing. But I hope in 2023 we won't be Yeah. Here. Yeah. We're How dead. She predicted that. This is what you get for listening to a child that was that was hired by people to, right, to, right. to, to, to you know, whatever. But I, I, I hope I'm alive and well and very healthy in, 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 the, in 2045. Speaking of which, the hottest days on record, they say now, the last three yeah, days. Yeah, and they, I, feel like, I feel like they say that every year. Not, and, definitely not in New York, because New York it was a nice, cool 70, 85. It was hot this week. This week was hot, but... Yeah, but nothing, nothing crazy like past summers. Even Grand last Hopkins summer was hotter. Yeah, it, they say this shit all the time. There's a, a thing online that it shows a, a, a weather report and they show the same weather in the, behind the guy right. in green, same numbers. But then like when they were pushing the whole climate thing, the same background. Now everything is in red because red draws. Oh my God, it's red with the same numbers as the perfectly fine one. Dude, we'll get into it. That'll be an episode we'll get into. And I have, again, friends that are liberal. They're like, it's happening. It's happened. But Al Gore said that the water levels were going to rise. It's the same fucking way. They had to take signs down in like national parks that said this this park will be flooded at this time, and they had to take the signs down because they yeah, were wrong. It, it was, yeah, it's, it listen, dude, I'm not going to get into it now, but what I was going to say is that I hope I'm alive and well and very healthy in like 2040 something because they're trying to push this electric. You know, they have. I just want to live a long time just to see how far we go. I want to see the, the fail of electric or, cars. Or we, I can't wait to see the fail of electric cars when they, yeah, there's when they just, start. There's not enough uh, in California because in 2030 something they want to push where all the cars are gone. Right? I can't wait when everyone can't charge their batteries and drive around. It's complete chaos because 
it's too hot out there and they have to shut everything down. Like when they announced the whole electric car thing and the very next day they say yeah, conservative. It's energy. already happening in California. It is going to be the biggest. not to charge your car because. The biggest shit show the grid ever. And stressed. people are going to, the people that are on board for this stuff, they're going to be like arguing and yelling and screaming. And I'm just going to turn to them. Hopefully I'm alive and well to do it. And be like, I told you this was going to happen. Right. But you want electric cars and go green and all this shit is just so mm-hmm. proven that that shit is not going to really work. No. It's not going to work. Unless there's a company now that says that they can create a battery that can go something like 2,000 miles on a single charge. But how long, my question is like, how long does that battery last? And then there's another company that's saying that they're they're experimenting with, and apparently they've already made it work. There's organisms that live within the battery that the organisms recharge the lithium and Get they the live fuck out some here. crazy shit. Are you shit. crazy, dude? No but way. But there's genetically what? No way. organisms within the battery. I love that guy, by the way. What? No way. What? No way. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I gotta try this out. Does this organism really power this battery and My recharge is it? like, they've been making these claims about batteries for a real long time. And, and don't get me wrong. There's been uh, some crazy advancements in batteries. Right, a Tesla can go pretty far in a single charge, but there's also been a lot of Teslas that have had problems and degradation of the battery, and them ha- the, having to recall cars and recall batteries. Look at the rain we're having today, right? When I parked earlier, there was like a fucking stream on the on, on right at like right in the passenger side where I parked, going flowing down because I'm on a slight hill where I live. Imagine these big ass puddles that we do see. And people that have these electric cars going through the water that an, a, an average car can go through and power through. It's not too deep where you're in danger. And a Tesla, it's all electrical, all battery operated going through that puddle. Mm. You mean to tell me your car's not going to fucking fry? Is it completely electric? Come on. It's, if, if it's not closed off 100% properly, I'm sure there's going to be some fucking problems with that Dude, it, it, it just doesn't make a sense. A lot of them were going up in, in flames in Florida the because lithium, of all the flooding. The lithium, flooding yeah, the lithium batteries are, are, you know, if they get too hot, you know, we use batteries at work, lithium batteries, um, for our Milwaukee tools. And um, I'm not a fan for my other friend Joey just because of the Milwaukee. He's, he works for them, or he did, and he's a representative for them. But Milwaukee's is a powerhouse of a, of a company for tools mm. and are the batteries are lithium and they charge. And when the news got out that these batteries were fucking overheating and blowing up and causing fires with these e-bikes and shit like that, that are all on lithium battery. My boss told me, listen, when you charge the battery, don't leave it on overnight. Mm. God forbid. It's a big, it's a big disaster waiting to happen. And I can't wait to be part of it, to be, to, to be, that guy that said, I told I, you so again. I think, I think like, uh, I don't know if you heard Porsche is moving to a water-powered car. Like, their engines are going to be water-powered. They're not moving to batteries. They have they had some company, Can you imagine some a company Porsche in on Germany that says that they create, they're creating an engine for Porsche that runs on, water. that pulls hydrogen from the water. You won't, you, you won't see that in the United States. You know why? Money. No, on the money. No money. No money in that. Unless they like sell a, a quote unquote special kind of water for this vehicle, you Joey. Know? There's no money in things that benefit people. There's no can't you can't. There's no money for healthy people. 
There is no money for people that are living. Not they got to figure out, if they could figure out a way to monetize it. I'm I'm sure they'll make it happen. But the reason why some of these people who've created these quote unquote engines that run on water aren't here anymore is probably because they can't figure out how to monetize it because they know people are going to figure out a way around because water's everywhere. I, I know people get taxed on water in other states that water like. Can you imagine getting taxed on water everywhere? Everywhere? It's crazy, dude. But to get back to the ending of this episode, Joey, the Tartarian Empire, fact or fiction? Eh, fiction. I got I to gotta say it too, man. It is definitely fiction. To the people of social media, and I've said this on other episodes, and this is where I'll, I'll end off. Please stop posting rubbish and turning it into something. It's fun. It's entertaining. It is. To go to One Foul Wow and other places, other pages, and listen to it is very entertaining. But those people that are posting these videos are taking away from things that Joey discussed. From other actual things that are historically mysterious that should be being covered. That aren't. That aren't. That aren't. And you're bringing in a crowd. And I watch, I click on the comments for the Flat Earth people. I even follow a couple of Flat Earth pages on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm just like, are you out of your mind? Yeah. And I read the comments. Like, what else can you come up with? And, that's, and that's... you know what? These people are bringing other people to believe the Earth is flat. It's fucking wild. It is wild. The Earth is flat. That there's a Tartarian a Empire. CIA op to that, try to see if, uh, like, how gullible... People are, in the world. but people aren't paying attention to. Well, actually, yeah, the because the Bible says there's a firmament and blah. Like, okay, you take everything literal the Bible says because you. Just, I'm I'm a Catholic and I don't. You can't. I, I don't. Bro, there's some crazy shit in the Bible. Yeah, which is little heads up. It's not on the website yet, but we're gonna do an episode of AI trending paranormal categories on TikTok. Cool. Like I'm gonna it. bring a guest on for the biblical stuff that doesn't make sense. Or the mysteries of the Bible. Mm -hmm. We're going to have a nice little biblical talk for my Catholic fans. May not agree with it and like it, but it's up for debate. I'm not, I'll go on. I'm going to go on both sides because that's what smart people do. They learn how to debate without getting mad. So we're going to do a little Bible conversation because that's very interesting. There's a lot of interesting things in there. That was just a few to, to, to name a few for, for. And then. Just a little teaser. Yeah, a little teaser. And for people longing for the ghost stuff, it's coming. And, you know, it's just. There's, we're going on. I like to go off these categories because they, they trend on and it's just it's it's good to give um, feedback and I feel like we always run into the paranormal regardless. Of, yeah. You know, well, I can tell you what for people that love the podcast and thank you for loving the podcast, Joey and I um, October is going to be a straight month of just straight paranormal stuff. We're going to give people with it. the Halloween the Halloween. I'm trying podcast to podcast of their dreams. Yeah, the ghosts and everything. And I'm trying for Halloween or right in September to do like an on-scene podcast episode at a haunted location. I'm doing my best to make that happen. I think Sleepy Hollow could be a good one for us. It's there. It's close. I really, I'm trying to really win someone over over there that, that the location is haunted there. Win them over. Let them listen to the episode. Try to meet them in person. Be like, this is what we want to do. You know, we can contribute to the building if you want. Just let us stay the night to do the episode that we can film an hour in there while we're doing it. Or even snippets. Like, we'll make it a very different podcast episode. Like, where, you know, where we're filming a scene and, like, yo, we just heard a noise. We're, you know, we're filming right now so that we can, 
you know, and, 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 and then piece it together and air that episode. And then at the beginning of the episode, say, this episode is filmed differently. This is on site of a paranormal investigation. Joey and I recorded pieces of the podcast and are playing it as it portrayed out during the episode. I did a monologue already in seconds. I'm fucking like a robot now, dude. <laughs> are you sure you're not AI? Did you see my see my arm? Your arm's I'm gonna take you outside. Know. I'm gonna show you the half court that shot. That motherfucker is not real. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? It's crazy, man. Right? Like I love doing the podcast, and I didn't know that this was gonna take me to the level that I'm at now. I didn't go. I didn't know it was gonna go this far. Honestly, I didn't. I thought the most I was gonna do like 10, 20 episodes, right? And then when I saw people like listening, I was like, "Holy shit!" I got people listening to me. And now here we are. It was just like episode one sixteen or one seventeen, and I'm like, "We're I, in the thick of it. Come listen to us I, talk I, shit. We're yeah, talk I, a lot I, of it. I love doing it. I love when we meet weekly and talk because you know you don't get to have these conversations with everyone out there. You know, you don't get to talk about the Tartarian Empire at work. My my boss will just tell me, Billy, I don't give fucking fuck. care. He goes, he actually goes, he goes. You know what the best thing about it is? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Seriously. And I, you know, and it's, it, I, I, I wish, I wish. But I had... some people do care and some people do want to know, like, some people want that light shed. Like, is this bullshit or is this for I like real? You know, intriguing like... thing. I like being scared. That's number one. It sounds crazy. I like, like, I want so badly to get into a haunted house and spend the night and just walk around and just, it'd be like, darkness and you're hearing shit and you're trying to figure i love that i like For that me, that's like seeing a fucking ufo in the sky i want to see some shit i want to see them land on the white house lawn and then i'm going to be scared i'll need a change of pants and then we'll have to make a podcast like instantly we're getting on air right now <laughs> when that happens that would be scary if given the leadership <laughs> just the leadership alone like fuck this they had to land with him as the president, like fuck, <laughs> like seriously, that would be scary. Be like alone. the Iraqis just landed, <laughs> like that would be scary in and out of itself. We'd be like, "What did you just say, bro?" Yeah, like, I, I think Russia's winning the Iraq war. <laughs> what? What? And then you go on, and then people post it, and fact check chimes in. It was a joke. That's what they say to a majority no, of the stuff was, he does. It it's a, it's joke. a joke. He's just seen it. When he was at the table and he was saying, yeah, I let a lot of secrets out. And then you go to fact the, the, the people that aired that clip and it says fact check. It was joking. Like, yeah, I'm shocked. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it didn't sound like a joke. Jesus Christ. And it's funny now because now you got two different fact checks. You know, Instagram and Twitter have two different owners. Yeah, I know. And it's two different fact checks. But whatever. That's for another episode that we've covered more than enough already in the last few. Unless something crazy happens again. But, um... It was a great episode. It was totally fiction, guys. Tartarian Empire. Stop wasting your time. You want to be entertained? By all means, you know, go to these pages that have it and and get your 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 dose of uh, entertainment. But we are we are Joey and I are realists, and you know, I always say that I always look at everything from politics to UFOs to ghosts to history to civilizations to anything, and I go from left to middle to right, piece together all information. And make my own intelligent decision and final thought. And Joey and I came together, did this episode. And our personal opinion, because that's what it is, really, it's our, you know, is that, you know, this is just people taking pieces from historical events like the World Fair in Chicago and using it right. to perpetuate a conspiracy theory, which you guys heard early in the monologue. So you, 
kind of could get a gist of where this episode was going simply on the monologue. And Joey did a wonderful job taking the reins of this uh, this episode, and it was good. Yeah, I had a, uh, listen, we, we take the time, we put it in, we look up the information to give you the best possible scenarios in which something is either factual or infactual. Right. Now, next week, the uh, Say What Again Billy podcast is on a, we- a much-deserved vacation. I'm on vacation from work, and I'm going on vacation from the podcast. So the next episode will be the following week on Monday, and you can go to the website this week. It will be updated to see what the episode will be, which will air on the 24th of July. That will be the next episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast. You can head over to swabpodcast.com to go look at our bio where Joey is now sitting with his pretty face on there with his with his uh very very well done bio <laughs> that he did all by himself. No help whatsoever. No help whatsoever. <laughs> And you could tell the difference in the bios, like, you know, who had help and who didn't have help. <laughs> I had help. Joey didn't. And so SWABpodcast.com for the bio and the upcoming episodes. There's a link tree in there. It takes you to the SWAB underscore podcast page on Instagram and also the SWAB underscore podcast of TikTok, where I've been making it my point to post more reels and things of that nature for the episodes and the content. And this is all made possible by Spotify for Podcasters. If you haven't heard about Spotify for Podcasters, it is a free app that allows you to get your podcasting ideas out there. If you have an idea for a podcast, download Spotify for Podcasters. If you have a phone, tablet, or computer, it gives you all the tools you need to formulate your own podcast idea and put it out there on outlets like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and many other outlets. So if you have a podcast idea, and you want to get it out there, download Spotify for podcasters. I'm going to get that one day. I'm telling you. I hear you say it so many times. I'm like, I'm sure I could Did you tune out there? Or you focused on no, that No, I one. focused. I yeah, focused. I'm like, this sounds so familiar. I could, I could repeat that. Are you going to hear it here first? It's like a jing- you know, if you turned it into a song and made it a jingle, I'm Do the way. jingle. Do the jingle. <laughs> do the jingle. Well, listen, on the 24th, you have from now until then... <laughs> To practice, because when we end like that every episode, when we, we end that episode, you will be thanking Spotify for podcasters, <laughs> not me. I'm gonna say, Joey, take it away. Take it away. And, and 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 you're just gonna have to do it, dude. And another thing is, you got to do a monologue, man, because people don't realize that. I two weeks ago I did the monologue and I ended it. I did it in one fucking one take, and I did it with this really deep voice that you never knew it would be me. Because I have a really, really yeah, uncanny yeah. talent to do the voice changes <laughs> and do some impersonations. And I did it with this really epic, like, movie theater voice. And my wife was like, that doesn't sound like you. And I was like, I know it doesn't. <laughs> but that's okay. So I did it, you know, and I want you to do a monologue. You know, you could film it. You have a mic at home. You film the monologue. Okay. Send it to me. And I store it in. And I will edit. So what we're going to do next week, we're going to do a monologue. It's going to be Joey's monologue. For the first time, and Joey closing it out. So if everyone that loves Joey, because I know there's a lot of ladies out there that like <laughs> Joey, but sorry, he's taken. You're gonna have Joey next week doing the the outro and the intro of the episode. Uh, that sounds good. Sounds good. That sounds good. I'll I'll I'll, I'll take a whirl at it. Cool. 
See you guys in two weeks on the 24th of July. And this has been another episode of the Say What Again Billy podcast.